0: I have a friend at my job. He's a well accomplished man. He has a wife, he has a kid, he's politically connected. He served in the military. And one day we're sitting at our desk and we're um, talking about something. And he, we got into the conversation about where he used to work. And he worked at this university. He was making $100,000 a year. And what he did was he gained the respect of the kids that was on this campus. He became very influential, very powerful, very respectful, helped every kid and all the personnel. He even went to their orientation to let them know if they needed anything to come to him because more than likely he can help. So it got to the point where His supervisor called him or the chief had called him and said, I'm sorry to let you know, but you're going to have to be mandated. You're going to have to be mandated to work the next shift." And he says to this supervisor, no, I'm telling you to stop because I don't want to I don't want to be mandated. This can't happen. This can't take place. And so. The supervisor pressed on and said, you are going to be mandated and you have to work this day and you have to work another campus because of this day, you're gonna to have to go to this other campus. And he says, well, this is not this is not fair. This is not um, safe. This is not um, trustworthy. He says, I've never been there before. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how, you know, what to do up there, but you're going I'm not going to do it. Don't do this. Well, she pressed forward and she says, you have to report there. You're mandated. So as a result, he says, I'm giving my two week notice and I no longer work for you. I'm giving my two week notice and then I'm resigning from this position. He was really angry. He was really annoyed and he was really overworked. He was not gonna stand it anymore, so he gave up his um, his position. So as the two weeks was happening, you had people coming up to him, getting him trying to get him to reconsider his position, you know, human resources, they threw him a party. One of the, the managers or the you know, the district manager or administrator actually flew down to come and meet with him to try to get him to reconsider his position. And he said, no, she didn't already did what she did to me. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna reconsider. I'm leaving when my two weeks notice is up. They even threw him a party and they even gave him letters, numerous, numerous letters of recognition and thanking him and he keeps those letters handy. He keeps those letters at his house, he keeps them sacred, he keeps them. He even went into a conversation where he stopped to help this one young girl and he stayed with her from, or actually it was midnight, and he stayed with this person until two o'clock in the morning until um, someone could come pick her up and take her back to her residence and he stayed with her for those hours to w- to wait with her while she wait there and he was actually approached by a prominent man and says I want to thank you for staying with my daughter nevertheless it came out that this gentleman was his daughter he was a prominent individual this Co-worker that of mine did not know that this was a prominent man, but did good things anyway, stood with that girl. So at night until her rivals came to get her and did noble and honorable things. Then after him telling me this story, telling me his plans in life that he had a retirement, that he wanted to buy property, he wanted to have horses, as we wind this conversation down and we started to leave that day and we was walking out to our cars to leave, he left me with this quote, personal pride is above all things. When I heard it, I immediately said, so that's, a, that's a good quote. That's a good quote. That's something that that's a, that's a really good quote. I'm gonna remember that. Personal pride above all things. Then when I got home and the next morning when I was praying, that popped up into my head. And I got this feeling that I need to research it. I need to apply it to the Bible. So with that being said, let me share with you what this passage means to the Bible. Pride ends in humiliation, while humility brings honor. That's gonna be on Proverbs 29:23, 35:12. 35, 12. Where is the ones who make us smarter than the animals and wiser than the birds of the sky? when they cry out god doesn't answer because of their pride the next one's going to be job 36:9 he shows them reasons he shows them their sins of pride the next one's going to be proverbs 8:13 proverbs 8:13 all who fear the lord will ha- will hate evil therefore i hate pride and arrogance corruption and perverse speech and the resource of that is the more a person fears, reverence and respect God, the more he or she will hate evil. Love for God and love for sin cannot coexist. Harboring secret sins mean that you are tolerating evil within yourself. Make a clean break with sin and commit your, yourself completely to God. The next one's going to be Isaiah 2:11. Human pride will be brought down, and human arrogance will be humbled. Only the Lord will be exalted on the day of judgment. The next one's going to be Second Chronicle, thirty-two, twenty-six. Then Ezekiel humbled himself and repented of his pride, as did the, the people of Jerusalem. So the Lord's anger did not fall on them during Ezekiel's lifetime. So I would. I will say that this well accomplished man, my friend, a good man can actually fall short and not even know something that he's been living by all his life. Be careful about harboring personal pride. This man lived by this saying, personal pride is above all else, and I believe what I truly believe is that man missed the opportunity and missed his calling to be able to make a difference in those young children's lives to be able to make 100,000 a year we pushed that to the side but his calling was probably to actually make those children's lives better and be an influence in those people in those children's lives to make their experience their knowledge and them to feel safe Above everything else, it was clear that he made a big impression on the staff, the personnel, the workers, the administration, and more importantly, the children. They threw him a party. They wrote him beautiful letters that he holds in his house today, but yet he walked away. And that's exactly why the Bible says that. Sometimes you can be blinded by your pride and miss the opportunity that most people, that most people have never even come across. He could have, I believe that he missed his calling. When all evidence pointed to the fact that he was good at what he did and he was effective at what he did and that could have, that could have been a calling on his life to stay exactly where he was because of his pride, he missed the opportunity. And that's something that's deep. That's something that needs to be prayed on. That's something that needs to be repented. So my friend, I tell you to make sure that you pray and you ask God to pull away any pride that may exist in your life. Thank you for listening. and Have a good day.